0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's lovely that you guys have come over here and spent time joining me. And I've got a special guest this week. I've got James Davis from UPAD. He is the CEO and founder. He's got 20 properties with 18 years experience. Um, UPAD is this phenomenal online letting agent. And I'm sure that you guys have all heard me raving about it over the past couple of years. I've used it with three property lettings. And actually those tenants have now stayed in for two years. My mum uses it and she finds it really easy. I was like, mum, use UPAD. You will be able to do everything that you want to do with the property and also the viewing. So she loves the system. Uh, UPAD are also regulated by the Property Ombudsman, National Landlords Association, ARLA, Safe Agent, Residential Landlords Association, They've won the best online agent at the Estes 2017, and James has just told me that they've been shortlisted for 2018 as well, which is amazing. So hi, James, and welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast.
1: Good morning, and thank you very much indeed for
0: that very warm (laughs) introduction. My pleasure, my pleasure. We've got um, quite a few questions to run through. Some questions are about the general overview of the market, and some of them are from um, inside my members club, because my members have been very excited that you've come over here to join me today. So let's get going. The first thing I want to ask is, why are so many landlords switching to online agents?
1: Um, I think this is a really good question, and, and uh it's almost sort of the uh, rationale as uh, to why I started UPED up a few years ago. Um I'm a landlord myself, and, and uh, I suppose there's, there's a sort of a control freak nature of me where I want to do my own viewings. I want to get that gut feel factor of who's moving into my property, because mm-hmm. uh, each one is, is clearly um, an expensive asset. Yeah. Um and, and actually, all you really need an agent for is to uh, advertise your property on Rightmove and Zoopla, which is where... 92% of all tenants are looking for their next rental yeah. and help support and guidance with the paperwork, registering the deposit um, and uh, uh, referencing your tenants.
0: Which is, which is brilliant. And you guys are very good at coming back and explaining exactly what the process is on that. So are online agent services comparable to high street agents then?
1: Um, We offer the same services but I think we do a much better job. So for example um, uh, at UPAD uh, our fees are approximately a third of what traditional high street agents charge um, but we're also a third more effective in terms of we let a third more properties Mm -hmm. than the high high street agent. Um, I think areas like we operate 24 hours a day and we're using technology to match up tenants and landlords um, means we do a, a far more superior job um, the fact that we've uh, sort of been shortlisted yet again, as you mentioned earlier, for um, uh, the Best Online Agent um, Award, and the fact that 60% of all of our customers have recommended us, um, like you to your, to your <laughs> mum and colleague, um, I think is indicative of the service levels that uh, customers receive from, from, uh, from UPAD compared to traditional players.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And every time that I have emailed you guys, you would come back to me at, sometimes on a Sunday afternoon. I'm, I'm very good at firing off emails at any time of the day. And um, as much as I just sit down and work on my emails for an hour, I set that time aside. And if I'm emailing you guys, even on a Sunday morning, just because I'm trying to get my Monday emails out of the way, you guys are very good at coming back. So I love that. It's a really, really good ethos that you guys have got going. And you offer so many different services, don't you? Different packages.
1: Indeed. So um, the way we operate and the way we've set the business up is it's, it's almost like yourself and, 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 and me. We're, we're being a landlord in our spare time so I think it's important we're open 8 to 8 during the week and 9 to 4 on the weekends. Um, I think that's, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all the services we offer are based on how much support you want. So if you know what you're doing and you've used Uped several times, maybe you just need to advertise your property and that's £120 um, if you're slightly more risk averse, we have a, a pay on success model. So it only costs you, uh, once we've found your tenants, oh, seriously? Um, And um, £399, but only when we have found so there's nothing, nothing up front. And then there's all the other stuff like doing the paperwork for you, ensuring that you're being compliant um, in what is uh, an ever more regulated um, space.
0: Yes, it is highly regulated. A lot of hoops to jump through, but I think quite rightly so. I think that it protects everybody involved.
1: I do. I think this bit about making sure there's a working smoke alarm, um, that you do a gas certificate annually, I think are all very important areas. Um, uh, I think the only one that um, does get get me slightly irritated is is the whole mortgage interest relief that um, my ex-best friend George Osborne introduced. But I think everything else is is about improving the rental space. And I think um, it, it needs that because most landlords are doing it in their spare time. Um, uh, most agents aren't actually um, regulated by associations like ALA, yeah. and I think there's therefore a need for regulation to exist uh, because there's no sort of governing body. There's no sort of equivalent of an atoll number that you have in travel, for example.
0: Yeah, I know that's one of the biggest pushes that I'm on at, at the moment, um, and it's something that I talk about with the RICS because I'm regulated by the RICS and. I think it's so vital that we have these regulatory bodies in place because that also gives our clients some comeuppance. They know that we're trustworthy. They know that we are out for their best interests. And more often than not, you see landlords who are going to these agents who aren't regulated, don't really care, but they're after the money. And often that's where they get let down. So it's so good to see that you guys are regulated because it also makes you look trustworthy as well, which I know you are.
1: Totally. So, you know, it's all about uh, the fact that deposits are um, uh, put into a uh, government-approved scheme, um, that rent and deposit monies are kept in separate ring-fenced clients' accounts. And I think also associations like Arla give um, uh, landlords and tenants um, peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Should there ever be an issue, they're they're, they're insured against any issues. Um, You know, there's, there's so many stories of uh, estate agents going bust and, and, and uh, there's that degree of, um, of protection yeah. um, but I would also just add actually is, is, is from an online agent perspective um, and this may be interesting for everyone listening is that something like nine out of ten tenants would much rather meet a landlord on a viewing and deal with the landlord so um, if you're in that zone already where you want to do the viewings yourself because you want that gut feel factor like me Um, you're, you're also going to be far more appealing in terms of your property than others being advertised if you put in the advert that the landlord's doing the viewing so it stands out compared to the others that are on the market. Yes.
0: I think that's a really, really good point. Tenants find that so valuable. So if you can get out and do your viewings, I appreciate it that some people are investing in areas outside of where they live. But if you can get there to do viewings, it's a real benefit. So let me
1: ask... Maybe do viewings like the Tuesday or Thursday evening and a Saturday afternoon. Um, I think it cuts down on your time, but also it creates more demand Um, if three or four people are turning up at the same time. um, Hopefully you'll let it faster. So a couple of useful top tips there.
0: Definitely, definitely, I completely agree with that. It's a brilliant tip, thank you. So what would you say are the worst mistakes landlords are making when renting out property?
1: I think there's sort of two, three things that really spring to mind, and and it's probably worthwhile people to have a a pen and paper at the ready. The first and I've I've made this several times myself, if you just purchased a property um, or renovating it, um, you just wanna get it on RightMove and Zoopter as quickly as you can. uh, so you don't have any um any void periods well it actually is really worthwhile to wait until your builders are finished the place has been cleaned up the carpet is down and everything is is uh, looking great and get some absolutely awesome professional photography done mm-hmm. because if you have great photographs um that is the first thing that tenants see when they're doing a search on right movement and, and Zoopla. Um, It takes up the majority of the screen, so if your photos are are non-existent, or you're going to add them later, tenants are simply going to swipe through and move to the next one on the list, and having great photos is is the key to generating interest. Um, It's almost like a false economy, putting it on the market one or two weeks earlier, because you just won't get that interest level. Um, The second point is over over pricing. Um, It's really important to make sure that you're pricing yourself well compared to others on the market not just adding a bit or keeping it the same as to what your last rental um, was. I would recommend creating a property alert on Rightmove or Zoopla. Um, You put in your property postcode and your email address and you'll be sent emails uh, with properties that are being advertised that are similar to yours in your locality, uh, a similar number of bedrooms. And in that way, you'll understand whether you're about to price your property above what all others are um, or, or below and therefore it's important you're not pricing yourself out of the market and I think the third point is about presenting your property in the best possible light I think we've all been uh, there where we've put our, our old sofa from home or our old bed into our rental property but these things can really really work against you because the way the portals work right even zoopla um, and the images is very much what tenants can see yeah. if it just looks a bit desperate a bit tired it's not going to create that amount of interest. It's almost like we want to create that show home look to maximize the amount of interest we get, which will generate more viewings for us, and then we'll have more choice of who moves into our property. Um, so it's almost uh, that argument, I think, in all three points about investing in your property where you will get a much higher return um, for doing so rather than, than saving on, on getting some photos done or, or good furnishings.
0: Oh, for definite. This is a this is something that's been really discussed over in my Facebook group. And landlords are asking, should I be putting the, mar- the property on the market whilst I've got tenants there and the property's looking really cluttered and untidy? And often, as you've just said, if you were to wait until those tenants moved out, you gave it a good clean, you made sure that there was a nice lick of paint and it's looking really, really smart. Actually, you could get that slight rent increase and really, okay, you might have a couple of weeks void period Period, but that's worth it rather than showing people around a flat or a property that really doesn't look good right you're
1: absolutely right there i think we've got to lose this idea that it's empty for two weeks um, yeah. if you look on an annual basis if you're renting it out for 200 pounds a week if it's empty for two weeks while you're getting it cleaned up and tidied that's 400 pounds mm-hmm. but if you're able to get a much better rent and let it quicker what you will earn in rental income over the year is going to be substantially greater Um, There was a rental property of mine, actually, near Paddington Station um, in in northwest London. Um, I got some photos done where it was completely empty uh, and where I fully dressed it. So um, there was towels on the bathroom, laid the dining room table, bedside tables, um, et cetera. And I got four times more inquiries when it was fully dressed compared to it being unfurnished. And therefore, I'm going to be able to let it at a higher rent, let it faster. And be more appealing to to other tenants um, and therefore it's it's, it's worth it. So um, a lot of the time it's actually worth um, investing in your property rather than trying to get away with the bare minimum. Um, It's just going to hurt you in terms of the amount of income um, over the course of the year.
0: Oh, definitely. Such good advice. Guys, please listen to this. It's absolute property investment gospel. Please be doing this. So let's move on slightly to something that's really topical at the moment. And I want to ask you straight from the horse's mouth, have you seen a decline in properties coming to the market since the new tax changes?
1: Um, I, we haven't seen a decline. And I think uh, what, we, what we are seeing is a big shift from um, landlords using uh, traditional channels like high street agents, mm-hmm. um, classified ads and Gumtree um, uh, to moving to the online space. Um, here's, here's a step for you um, is that uh, from our own research, it takes four times more inquiries from Gumtree to let a property compared to Rightmove. So, whilst um, using, say, UPAD to access uh, Rightmove and Zoopla, where far better tenants, more, far more professional tenants are looking compared to Gumtree, um, you're, you're going to be able to let it a lot faster with more professional tenants. Just something to think about there. But I yeah. think the state of the market with Brexit and everything else that's going on currently. When there is uncertainty, it reduces the amount of activity going on. Um, uh, the more confident we feel about the future, the more um, uh, gets spent in the shops, and the more that the property market grows. So, yeah. of course, there's a bit of stagnation on the sales side at the moment.
0: Okay. And do you think that this is going to? Do you think that this is going to uh, end the buy-to-let industry? This is like I get asked all the time. Do you think the buy-to-let industry is coming to an end? Oh, really? End? <laughs> yes. Well.
1: Well, if it was going to come to an end, there's, there's currently about 8 million tenants that um, uh, rent in the UK. Every statistic out there points to the fact there was, there's more and more people coming into the rental market and that people are going to be renting for a longer period of time. So if you've got a bulging rental um, space in terms of tenants and that figure goes from 8 to 12 million over the next few years, for example, where would all those people be housed if landlords um, sold up? So I don't see it being the end. I think it's, a, it's an opportunity where um, in the UK, the idea that your house is your castle is coming to an end um, and, and we're gonna be far more like our European friends um, where, where it is more commonplace to rent than own your own property through a handful of reasons.
0: Yeah, I think this is very true. I think in the news and the media, you see a massive press on people wanting to buy their own properties. But I think what you're saying is true as well. There's so many people out there who do just want to rent for whatever reason. Not everybody wants to buy at a particular time. They may have an end goal in that. But it doesn't mean that all of a sudden over the next couple of years, because there is such a massive push on people buying properties, that all of, there's going to be no rental market. I don't ever think that that's the case. So definitely your words of wisdom are so true here. Do not if I think give you about- one other
1: um, statistic um, is that um, uh, house prices grow at twice the rate to people's income. So mm-hmm. If you fast-forward say 10 or 20 years, which is the average length of time people are landlords for, um, uh, the idea that there will be considerably more people in the, in the rental space and renting for longer is, is, is very much um, uh, given. Uh, therefore uh, that mindset of where the space will be in the next few years is I think where we should be concentrating our efforts. Maybe less about what's happening today or tomorrow, but more about what's happening in the next ten or twenty years.
0: Yeah, so a long-term strategy is key here. Indeed. Okay, so let's let's have a look now at what do you think the key factors are that have contributed to your business success, both at UPAD and with your own property portfolio.
1: Um, there's a couple of things that spring to mind. I think it's actually really important to have a hands-on role. I don't think outsourcing um, to Uh, uh, other people is is, is worthwhile because Mm -hmm. you just don't have a hand on your own business so all maintenance requests um, come through me I think it's important that I'm aware of what's going on um, and you know is is there a need for a refurb coming up um, rather than just not being aware and putting my head in the sand Mm -hmm. Um, secondly I think it's important to understand the market that you're in and what the trends are so we are seeing in the UK a trend towards um, families renting properties and also singletons being the two biggest um, types of tenants that are out there. Um, we are seeing more and more people uh, getting married later, settling down later, and therefore we need to look at the type of properties that we're letting out and are they fit for purpose for the next five to 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. I don't think we too concerned about today, but we should be looking about what the trends are and understanding whether there is a, 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 a portfolio marries up with that or whether we are in effect it's going to become obsolete because we're letting out a type of property or in a certain type of condition or in certain areas that are just not going to be in demand um, in five or ten years time. So I think it's important to be aware of the trends of what's happening, um, you know the, the whole growth of tuition fees in universities. I think a lot of people thought the amount of students um, going to uni would, would, would decrease Mm-hmm. I appreciate a lot of this being held up by overseas tenants, um, uh, overseas students coming over. We just need to be aware of those trends and how it affects our own portfolio and what will be happening in the next five, ten, twenty years, rather than rather than tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and be quite open-minded would be the two key areas that I apply to my my, my, my landlordism.
0: Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Thank you for that. It's really really. Really good advice. And finally, final question, do you have any mentors? And what benefits do you see because they've been in your life?
1: Um, I don't actually, um, but what I think is important is is almost to sort of get out there and talk to people. So to go around your properties, to meet your tenants, to understand what they're bothered by and and what's important I think is is really key. So one of the things I picked up a few years ago um, and I think this is sort of no surprise, um, but clearly having Wi-Fi in your property is absolutely crucial. You know, you move into a new home, the gas, the water, the electricity, or worse. But it can take a few months, various visits with different vans, uh, you know all the broadband companies are, are pretty much the same. It's almost like trying to pick the best of the worst. Um, and it can take a few months to get your internet up and running. Um, the average tenancy in the UK is about 15 months. So for, for a tenant to wait a few months for the internet, if you are advertising a property where you've already got that sorted out, you're putting your property in pole position and saying, therefore, that rent directly from the landlord, free Wi-Fi included within the rent, makes your place far more appealing and stands out compared to all the others on the market. And it uh, should mean you can let your property at a higher rent and, and much quicker than others. So I think just, just keep your uh, head to the ground and, and, and know what's going on is really important.
0: That's really good advice. Really good advice. I have that in uh, in London at the moment. Have you seen the system Relish, where they deliver the box within a day and you've got internet that day? I, I Indeed. Find, yeah, I think that is so, so useful. But your tip of getting Wi-Fi in to start off with, and that could be start looking at doing that once you know that your tenants have served notice, or you're looking exactly. to refurb. <laughs> That's the time to do it.
1: And we need to pick up on the fact of, of the fact that it's, it's, it's really appealing to people. If they see a property where Wi-Fi included, it's already up and running. You know, what, what you can include in the rent can outweigh what the cost of taking that, that uh, internet charge is um, and, and it can therefore work in your advantage. Um, it's almost making sure your property really appeals to what tenants' um, needs really are. That might be including, you know, a cleaner once a week, um, et cetera, et cetera. All these things are worth thinking about what would work best for your own properties.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, James. This has been such a really enlightening discussion and it should be so helpful to all of you guys out there who are listening to this. I hope you've had some really, really good takeaways. So that brings us to the end of this podcast, but thanks James for coming over.
1: No problem at all. Thank you very much for having me on. And I hope everyone's picked up um, a couple of top tips. Um, there's a load of webinars we do on a whole host of subject matters you can see at the bottom of our homepage at upad.co.uk and I hope you found this really worthwhile thank you for having me on Natasha
0: no problem my pleasure I'm going to put the link to your website so I'm going to put the link to upad underneath this podcast so everybody if you're listening click the link and head over to upad and see what amazing things that they can offer you so that's all from us this week I really hope you've enjoyed this episode I'll put all the links to ncrealestate.co.uk below as well so if you want to come and join in the discussion head on over to the Facebook group, Property Investment Mastery, where there's thousands of landlords having some really, really awesome conversation. And head over to our website to see all of the awesome goodness that we put out into the industry. I can't wait to catch up with you all again soon. Have a lovely week.